0: Help I Got a Mac Podcast, episode number 111. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Help I Got a Mac Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biding. And we are here each and every week to bring to you the latest... And greatest from the company that is Apple. One day, Apple Computer. One day, just Apple. Then the Apple Mobile Computing Device Company. And and now the Walkie Talkie Company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I am so excited about some of the news. At least two news items that I've okay. seen from Apple Insider, I believe it is. <clears throat> AppleInsider.com. All right. All right. Uh, one of them you have on your notes already and, uh, we'll cover that in just a second. But the, the one that's most exciting to me is when I opened up Apple Insider and let me see if I can pull it up real quick and read to you the actual, um, description and, uh, let's see here, insider.com. I'm going to read to you the description and the, in the, uh, title of the article here. Okay. A- here it is. Apple exploring iPhone audio text message walkie-talkie feature mm. and it says here Apple has been brainstorming on new on a new capability uh, that would allow iPhone users to transmit data such as simple text messages to each other over voice channels for going a reliance on w- wireless carriers uh, back-end servers in a manner similar to Nextel's walkie-talkie feature now I just want to say this is exciting I have been a cell phone user way back since the, the, the brick, uh, the, the or, well, actually, yeah, the brick, I had the okay. brick and then I had, I had the brick, I then had the bag phone and then I had that very first Motorola, um, regular big phone. The one that had well, it had the big, huge, gigantic, you know, <coughs> We're just inch. the flap
1: covered over the keys. Well,
0: actually, I had the one right before that, and then I had oh. the flap over the keys. I mean, I, I've, of course, being being the tech geek that I am, I've always I, been in love with the latest and greatest in technology, and it used to cost, you know, it used to cost me like 50 or 60 cents a minute to, <laughs> to talk to people uh, via those services and but but the thing is, is I remember always having the latest and greatest in phones and I had always been with this company called Ameritech which then got purchased by somebody who got purchased by singular who got purchased by AT&T in our area and you know I had always been with this company and then all of a sudden, you know, this Nextel phone service company came out with this idea of being able to push a little button and you just speak to the person that you have notified, and and it plays immediately over their phone. You know, through a loudspeaker, right? And I'll tell you what, I really like that. If anything, it reminded me of Star Trek. You know, with the communicators, it's like that little, you sure. know, and then all of a sudden you hear somebody talking, and. I, I just i always was enamored by that and so much that one day i actually canceled my contract with at that time it was singular and okay. and then i moved over to nextel and i i loved it it, it was the coolest thing in the world to have the walkie-talkie future even though the phones from nextel were thicker and and the screens were a whole lot smaller at the time and their web browsers were, oh my gosh, atrocious. Um, you know, I I got it just for the walkie-talkie feature, and I really loved it.
1: But over, really? yeah, I did. I had it. I, I didn't like it that much. I mean, it was okay, but if I, if I found it distracting, especially <clears throat> if I was out somewhere and all of a sudden I heard, beep beep, hey man, what's going on? And it's like, ah, why does everybody have to hear this? You know? Yeah. I
0: don't know. Well, you could turn you could turn that off or whatever, and 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 set those settings in a certain way but for myself I I really didn't exchange a lot of walkie-talkie messages back and forth except for with my wife and so it was really good for communication between her and I it's it's you know you don't have to sit there and dial the phone number and say hey what you doing and you know it's it's weird because when you I mean if you place a phone call to somebody you You feel like
1: you're entitled to make some small talk exactly exactly
0: (laughs) Whereas with the walkie-talkie feature it was like, hey, babe, can you know, it does the beep beep. Hey, babe, do you mind picking up this on the way home? And she, you know, she'll say, sure, no problem. See you in a little bit. And that's it. You know, yeah. but, but if I pick up the phone, I do have to. It's like, hey, what you doing? Hey, would you mind doing this for me? Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll see you when you get back home. Okay. Bye. I mean, it. It. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it, I mean, it. There is a big, huge convenience factor. Was well, so much the so that I moved over. I f- eventually, um. You know, I, some newer phones started coming out. You. You know, this is back in the day of the. You know, when the Motorola Razor first started coming out. Yep. And 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 the chocolate and all this other stuff and eventually the look and sleekness and the tininess of other cell phones became more appealing than the walkie-talkie feature. So I moved back over to um, some smaller phones with more features and, and all this other stuff and and eventually moved away from Nextel because they just couldn't keep up with phones that were sleek and nice-looking. Right. Then enter the world of the iPhone. Of course, <clears throat> life is different with the iPhone, right? Yep. Now, I will tell you that uh, it was funny. It, it This comes out this week, but this this past weekend, uh, my father-in-law was over. And, of course, their entire side of my wife's entire side of the family over there has Nextel phones. That's how they communicate with one another. And I heard them beeping back and forth to each other. And I'm like, oh, I miss that push to talk feature. And so I went into the Apple um, App Store and and i looked for push to talk and i found uh, there are two or three applications in there that allow you to do something similar and i found one that's free and it works pretty decent and uh, but the only problem is is that this is how it works so basically it's called hey tell h e y t e l okay and it's free and you 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 go in and you associate your phone number and or email address to it and the person you want to communicate with needs to have this application as well but you can open up the application choose the contact that you want to do just like you would in the neck on the next phones. and you just hold this button down while you say whatever it is that you want to say and then you let go just like a walk the walkie-talkie feature and you just leave the application open if you're expecting them to respond right away what happens is Although Stephanie may not have the application open, and it's not going to speak immediately to her, which is actually a benefit, I will add, possibly, especially with what you had just said, she gets a push notification from the the application, and the push notification says you have a voice message or whatever from Cliff Ravenscraft, you know, and of course, if you respond to that right away, it'll open up the, the Haytel application, or... Let's just say that maybe you were away from your phone, and 35 minutes later, you see that, oh, I missed a, a little message here. You, you swipe your phone, to open up the Haytel application, and as soon as it logs you in, it immediately starts playing those messages you've missed. And, of course, from that point, you can then walkie-talkie back and forth with each other. It, I'll tell you, it's, a, it's not nearly as nice as the, uh, the Nextel feature at all because I would like to be able to just immediately send the alert to the phone and then kind of communicate. But uh, it's, it's a neat little working around. And then, of course, I was just excited this morning when I saw that Apple might possibly be trying to push for some f- features and functionality of bringing this to the iPhone. So anyway, it looks like I dropped off uh, uh, Chris off of here. Let me see if I can reconnect to him. All right. So we're back. Chris, uh, your, your uh, network dr- connection there just dropped out for a little bit. <sighs> yes. That happens from time
1: to time. It's never happened to me on this show. So it's no. a, one out of a hundred and whatever number we're on. That's not, that's not bad. No, it's not bad at all.
0: So anyway, the, I, <laughs> I just want to say, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the possibility that this might come down the road. Uh, Cause I'm sure if it happens on the Apple thing, it'll happen. Good. All right. So what else is going on in the world of Apple?
1: Well, a story that you're pretty excited about is that Amazon just released the Kindle app for the Mac. Uh, the 22 meg free application works on all Intel Macs running 10.5 and above and reports a version number of 1.0.0 beta 1. Uh, the app allows you to download Kindle books you already own and read them on your Mac. Synchronization uh, of your progress through the book is automatic and it'll keep your iPhone or it'll keep track with your Kindle or your iPhone. It displays your bookmarks and highlights your Kindle reading sessions, but it doesn't let you create new highlights. Uh, You can adjust the font size and line length to suit your visual acuity. Uh, Turning pages is accomplished by using the scroll wheel on your mouse or with your arrow keys. So yeah, they just released this. It's not real full featured yet, but uh, yeah, it's something.
0: I want to say a couple of things here. I am not a Kindle owner, but I am a huge fan of reading books via the Kindle format. I have Kindle for the iPhone, which does allow you to highlight. It allows you to make, add notes. It allows you to purchase books and have them delivered to your, your iPhone in a matter of seconds via 3G or even in wi- uh, Wi-Fi. I mean, it, it, it's really, really awesome. And you can change the size of the font. You can, I mean, it's it's pretty good to be able to read a book on the iPhone. It's not the best experience. I would like a bigger screen for it, obviously. One of the reasons why I've been excited about the iPad. Um, and so the, the thing is, is what's what's really cool is that it does a couple things, such as syncing uh, back to the ser- server to let you know when, where was the last place that you read So they came out with the Kindle for the PC quite some time ago, uh, which had similar limitations at first. And I'm I'm sure that they're eventually going to add some additional features and functionality. But while you may not be able to add new highlights or or stuff like that, uh, anything that you enter in on your Kindle or anything you enter in as notes and or highlights on your iPhone sync back to their servers and that on the PC. And I would assume now with the Kindle for the Mac... You can actually just log in with your username and password, and all of your notes and highlights are there. And uh, this is really cool. So this means that now I could actually read my books that I purchased from Amazon. My eBooks are available on my PC desktop, on my Mac desktop, now on my iPhone, and of course, one of the, you know the the I I am actually going to be buying an iPad. And the reason the main function for that iPad for me will be ebooks. There, there's no question for me whatsoever that eBooks will be the main purpose or the main use of that device. I'm sure I'll find plenty more. Uh, but one of the things I'm not all that crazy about right off the bat is I, you know, iBook, the iBook application. I'm really a huge fan of Amazon and they continue to allow, you know, add new features and functionality. I would love to see some of, you know, most of that duplicated in the iBooks and that would be great and I might even switch over. But I was planning on, you know, I was almost willing to wait until the iPad comes out and go to the store, install the iPhone for the Kindle for the iPhone app. And and kind of blow it up to full size to see what it would look like. Until I read this story, and the exciting thing about this story from AppleInsider.com is not necessarily the fact that they've released this um, Kindle for the Mac, but it says here, and this is I'm quoting this from Apple Insider. It says Amazon Amazon notes that Kindle books can now be read on many of the world's most popular digital devices including the iPhone iPod touch Blackberry Windows PC Mac and get this and soon the iPad <laughs> there it is there's an hmm. i. so so that's they're quoting it says here from the article it says Amazon notes that the iPad you know Kindle for the iPad application is coming There you go. That is exciting because all those books I've already purchased on the on the Kindle will will look beautiful on my iPad. And And what's cool is
1: if they don't have the books on the Kindle store, then you can buy them in iBooks if they've got them. So you're gonna have choice, which is which is really good.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited about both of those things. And uh, and and the thing is, is I'll be honest with you: if if it's available in both places, hands down, I'm gonna buy it from Amazon. And why, okay. am, and why am I going to buy it from Amazon over iBook? Because I'll be able to sync it so fluently, fluidly with my iPhone. And I'm sure that will happen anyway. Um, but it does it wirelessly. And, yeah. and not only that, but I'll be able to view it on my Mac laptop or, again, being able to even see it on my PC. So now,
1: do you buy the Wi-Fi one or do you buy the 3G one?
0: I am definitely going to buy the Wi-Fi one and Okay. the The only thing that has me questioning this and maybe you can help me Chris maybe you know a little bit more about this mm-hmm. will the Wi-Fi one have a GPS in it? No. See that's the only thing that kind of rocks my world and what? how much is the additional cost for the 3G model? <laughs>
1: Uh, let me look. Yeah, the 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 GPS is built into the chip that that also holds the three G signal. Uh, the difference in price is like a hundred and twenty dollars or something. It's it's four ninety nine <sighs> for the sixteen gig Wi Fi and six twenty nine for the uh, <clears> three <throat> G. See, I- which honestly, that chip is maybe thirty bucks.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You know, th- here's the deal. I I might I must say until I thought about that. You know, the the GPS and and I think the 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 other one has like a comp- internal
1: compass in it as well, right? I have no idea. See the thing, I I have an iPad Nano. Yeah, it has it. has GPS and all that stuff in it. So I I wouldn't need if if I bought an iPad, which I honestly not. iPad Nano. I love uh, that. <laughs> Um, I would probably get the Wi-Fi uh, and that's because I've, I've got a, a, some little apps on my thing that I could tether if I have to. Yeah. Um, the The it, reason why
0: I wouldn't go 3G at all, I wouldn't even consider 3G if it didn't have anything to do with the GPS uh, would be due to the fact that, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't
1: want to pay for another data plan, dude.
0: Well, th- th- yeah, the thing is, is I want to pay for a data plan that's tied to a device. And yeah, so, exactly. So what I would love to be able to do is eventually have my iPhone and not have a data plan for my iPhone, and okay. and not have a data plan for my iPad. And I would rather just go pay sixty bucks a month for a Wi uh, for a MiFi, which is the v- yeah, Verizon. Would, yeah. The Verizon um wireless <clears throat> has a you know portable, transportable, take it everywhere you go. Yeah, um, little tiny um, router that is connected to the internet and uh, you don't have to plug it in via USB. You just, you, anything can connect to it wirelessly. And
1: how much do they charge a month for that data plan? 60 I, bucks? I
0: think it's 60 bucks a month. And you know, for, <clears throat> for the fact that I could actually use it on my laptop, my iPad and my iPhone, all three at the same time, Plus my wife's, you know, computer and, and if I happen to be at a place where, you know, two or three other people, you know, want to get on the net, I, I, I kind of like
1: that. I kind of, yeah, it like looks that. like it's 60 bucks yeah. uh, for five gigs, which, you know, I mean, uh, if, if you're, you know, out about, I, I use uh, I use my FM data service pretty heavy on the 3G network and I don't get anywhere near five gigs. So
0: Yeah. I, I I and I wouldn't see myself running into that either. And from what I understand, I, I you know, I, I, I think that it's going to be just fine. Now, obviously, you know, with the advancement of, of using the iPhone and also, of course, with your Mac, it's possible to really, you know, pull up some flash and, and start start watching some Hulu or something like that via your your um, Verizon MiFi connection. And once you start doing that or. You know, heaven forbid you actually actually torrent to a file or something. You yeah. Might, <laughs> Oops. Yeah, so you 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 could you could do some damage there. But I think I think as long as you use it ju- judiciously, you know, I would much rather have the MiFi and be able to tether everything. You know, because yeah, I see so
1: now, now we have a service here in Cincinnati called Cincinnati Bell, and uh, it's a local carrier. What's cool is they do their own they do their own wireless, which is kind of unique. And I'm looking at at their their service. I'm yeah. just seeing what what the cost is. Uh, it looks like they they've got a little dongle, which you know you'd have to have your computer running. But their uh, their rates are actually cheaper. For 10 gigs, it's 50 bucks a month. So if they come out with some kind of MiFi uh, thing too, which would be sweet, I'm, I'm sure they could. Um, it's 10 dollars cheaper for twice as much, you know, storage. And they have a 3G network. It's it's pretty fast. It's built on a similar network of T-Mobile. Yeah.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I'm I'm open to some possibilities there, but I, I probably will get the Wi-Fi unless, and and you know, and, and here's the deal. I've almost pre-ordered the iPad twice now. <laughs> I mean, I've been on the site going through, looking at the options, but just which, never. Which, which storage to you get, 16, 32, or 64? I would have done the 16. I would 16. have done, the, yeah, I would have always done the smallest.
1: Yeah, see, and it's funny, man. If you ask my wife, like, her, friends of hers and people she works with go you know because because they, they know me they know how i'm like a gadget nerd and i have to have the newest especially if it's apple right yeah and they're all like is chris gonna get the ipad and she's like no no he doesn't want that he wants the new iphone whenever that comes out so she's already ready prepped and ready to go for when the new iphone comes out day one chris is gonna get it so
0: yeah. <laughs> yay me
1: that's right <laughs> well you, well, you got to get the new iphone don't hmm. you all right, well, yeah. so so what
0: else is going on? I mean, so the, so basically, you've got those two two things, those two big stories
1: happening. Um, yeah, this one's this one's more of an analyst story, which I'm not a big fan of analysts because they always seem to get things wrong. But I thought this was significant, so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, the analysts are saying the iMac to take over 25 percent of PC sales and Mac to see 31 percent growth. And this is from Gene Munster. Uh, Says that despite the introduction of a brand new category, Mac sales will be even better than investors expect this quarter with a whopping 26 to 31% year over year growth. Uh, Apparently, data retail suggests that Macs are flying off the shelves and that Apple should end up with almost 3 million Macs sold in the March quarter, which, you know, when you put it in in a comparison of Dell or, or Microsoft as a whole, it's not a whole lot, but, you know, these computers are way more expensive than anybody else's computers. And 3 million and a quarter would be sweet.
0: You know, the thing is though, um, <clears> sure we're, we're, we can say that now, but when we look at this five years, 10 years down the road, I'm telling you what, I, I, I think when we say, yeah, do you remember when, uh, you know, max, you know, Apple was the, was the little guys in the market? Uh, not, not so much. I, I, I don't, I don't see any of my friends going out and buying PCs this day, these
1: days. I know, oh, no I, I, the only people I've got one or two friends that will still buy PCs, but one of those guys just bought a Mac this Christmas and he, he claimed he bought it for his girlfriend, but he's always on it. So,
0: yeah, get, get this. Now, I, I live, you know, I am the geek in my family. Okay, yeah, I, me too. I am the geek in my family. Nobody else in my family is a geek
1: at all. You know, yeah, and, all all mine are like, you know, like uh, blue collar and you know, yep. installing countertops and things like that.
0: Right. So so absolutely no geek factor at all. My <laughs> my my sister has a MacBook, my brother-in-law has a MacBook, my brother has a MacBook, my mom has a MacBook you know uh you know all the all of my friends that have you know that go to church with me and all this other stuff they've heard, you know heard me talk about the mac and stuff like that um uh, two of the folks from my bible study group they went out and bought a mac uh i took them out to buy a mac and not only that but is like two or no it was actually the next day the next day they went and bought went <clears> to the <throat> apple store and bought another macbook that's cool husband man husband and wife went out and bought another macbook Not, not only that, but it's just, it's just, I just see it spreading throughout. I don't see people saying, you know, I see, I do see some friends buying netbooks, you know, the the bigger, not, not the little tiny ones, but the bigger netbooks. So basically the biggest netbook right before, I guess it becomes a notebook.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. But I bought a, you know, I bought a windows machine not too long ago. Yeah. That little little net top. When when it's 200 bucks, I I don't really even consider that buying a PC. To me, that's buying an appliance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But and then of course, and you know, it's just I see everybody I know, and and maybe I've just surrounded myself with all all Mac people now. But no, I don't think so because my 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 family, as I just mentioned, not tech heads at all. But the thing is, is and and, and I will tell you this: mm-hmm. that if you have a problem with your with your PC, if it does not have Windows XP i won't i won't even bother talking with you i really?
1: will windows 7 windows so good
0: i just you know well you know i have i've got some clients who have windows 7 and si- there are sometimes similar audio driver issues and stuff like that anyway it's it, it, the thing is is i just don't service i don't i don't service windows systems at all you know when when my sis- i'm the same way <laughs> my 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 sister calls me out says hey Cliff, can you help me out? I've got this pop-up window that says I have an antivirus, and I clicked on it, and and I ran it through, and it's just pulling up all these pop-ups all over the place. And I said, uh, you might want to have your you know your husband Michael <laughs> come in and uh, just wipe your hard drive clean and
1: reinstall Windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I well, the thing with the Mac, and 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 this is just you know my thinking. There's only like three things you can do to fix it, and they're all super easy. So. <laughs> You know, where where you have Windows, it's like ah, oh, it doesn't boot up. It's like uh oh, yeah. If I reinstall Windows, I'm screwed. So <laughs> on a Mac, though, you can do like the dark cabin install, and you're all good. Yeah. So yeah, my brother, who's uh, he you know he, he installs countertops and stuff. He's not like exactly the most techy guy in the world. Uh, he 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 had a Mac Mini and it, and it died. I don't know uh, a few months ago. He just like went to the Apple store and bought a brand new Mac mini and he's like, man, this is a, I love this computer. It's so fast. It's great. You know, it's got the same guts as my MacBook pro. And, uh, he's like, you know, this is awesome. And I told him he could you know run games and stuff on it. He's all pumped up about that. So yeah. Yeah. And he bought like a, I think he bought like a 19 or 20 inch, uh, widescreen display for it. Like a, you know, like an Acer or something. And yeah, good for him. He's, he's loving it. So that is awesome
0: hey um did you see that the iPad is going to work wirelessly with any of the app well actually with any Bluetooth keyboard
1: yeah it's pretty cool
0: that my friend turns that little device into <laughs> a, into uh, at the very least a word processor
1: yeah I could at, see I could see you buying a I could see someone making a case right that you could put a keyboard into it so it's like, you know, like, you know how the Apple's got that little case that they're selling for the iPad. Yeah. You know, have one with like a keyboard. So when you open it up, it also can stand upright. And then boom, there's the integrated keyboard built into the into the case. It's Bluetooth or whatever. I think that'd be cool. I, I tell you what. I should build that and sell it.
0: Here Here's the situation. You've got you've got this thing called iWork or yeah. No, isn't iWork? Yeah, iWork, iLife. Anyway, it's going to have uh, <clears> their <throat> version of um, word, a word processor, right? Yes. So, I
1: a, um, yeah, I work in it.
0: I'll tell you what. For college students who are non-technical, don't need you know, don't need a full-blown laptop. We were talking about this before. Some of the colleges were going to allow students to use their you know to, to go out and get a new iPad. Uh, we said that it would be a stupid decision if you had your option between a MacBook and and an iPad. Go get the MacBook, you know, and you can of course then sell it and get yourself two or three iPads. <laughs> but um, anyway, the situation, though, is a college student, you, mom wants to get their kid a college student so they can type up papers and stuff. And that's really all they are interested in them being able to do and maybe even surf the web and stuff. Well, gosh, you get an iPad with a, you know, with a keyboard. That thing, it, it's not a quote unquote computer. But then again, it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's sexier than any netbook. It you know it's going to be a game machine. You can play some really really great games on it. You, re, you can think about uh you know like the um, disclosure. I, I do work for this company, but uh, CoreSmart, who who sells an e textbook reader for the iPhone, is coming out with one for the iPad. So in theory, you can buy all your books on your iPad, and you can put you know take notes and highlight things and and this that and the other. You know instead of the, back when I was in college, I. You know, I would break my back carrying all my books. The books were super expensive, and then you got nothing back for them when you traded them in. And uh, yeah, man, if I could go back in time and give myself an iPad, that'd be the bomb. Oh man, I yes, yeah, so I just said the bomb. You just said the bomb. That is hilarious because it would be the
0: bomb. Anyway, I, I'm I, I'm ex- I'm getting more and more excited about the the iPad. Now they also have this dongle <clears> that you can purchase, which is a VGA out.
1: Yeah, it's a good presentation machine.
0: So it turns out that this will be a decent presentation machine. But um, I, I call MacBreak Weekly where uh, Leo's talking with the guys over there that, you know, we're waiting to find out whether or not it will just basically be a like, that whether or not it will mirror the display on the iPad or even show as a secondary device, which there are some indication that it might possibly do both. Have have the functionality to do both, so that you could uh, you could literally put this thing into you know a, a stand and set it on your desk, and you have the iPad as as your main screen, and then uh-huh. hook it up to let's say I don't know a 22 inch um, monitor. And you have your keyboard sitting in front of you, and this thing is like a full blown computer in a way. But also, not only that, but if it would, if it actually monitor or if it mirrors or or um, secondary uh, displays off of the iPad, well, gosh, I could, this thing could be a media server or a media device for your for your TV.
1: Yeah, it's uh yeah uh, yeah it's. <laughs> The, the the more people think about the implications of of what this thing's gonna do, yeah. Uh, the the more you go, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of sharing, uh, you know, the same DNA as the iPhone and the iPod Touch, but it's completely it's gonna be a completely different animal. Well, you the, know, once people really start getting their hands and developing iPad apps for it.
0: All right, so so here's the situation. April third is the release date. All right, this is when the the Wi-Fi version comes out.
1: Yep. Two weeks from Saturday.
0: All right. I want to give people the phone number, 859-795-4067. Folks, this is is it, okay? If you have never called into our show before, you need to call in now, 859-795-4067. And this is what I want you to call in with. I want your prediction on which date will Chris Biting own his first (laughs) iPad? (laughs) All right. So there you go. On which date, which date will Chris own his first iPad? And I'm going on the record now. All right. I am going on the record now that it will be well. And and we can't let's you actually have to give a day. And so I am going to say my prediction Uh is going to be April. uh, Let's see here.
1: April 21st. So Chris prediction. So, um, well, here's the thing. Yeah. You may want to adjust that. Uh, I'd have to get approval from the wife. Yeah. And the wife is not going to approve a $500 purchase. I guarantee you. It's right. Not going to happen. Yeah. Not, not going to happen. All right. So April, I, a, <laughs> 20, <laughs> April that. 21st, <laughs> here's what happened with the iPad, the iPhone. I'm like, I don't want the iPhone. I got this. And I still love this phone. Now, I don't have it anymore, but it was the Sony, 810 um, I great phone. One of the greatest non smartphone phones, little candy bar phone had a great p- camera on it. Uh, made by Sony Ericsson. Beautiful, beautiful cam- uh, phone. I love this phone. Um, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get the iPhone. It's awesome. I love it, but it's, you know, it's too much money and this, that, and the other. So I waited, right? Like two months. And I finally held my my buddy Brian's iPhone, and I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, now I need to get one, yeah, so then I, try, I formulated a way to get one, so yeah, as long Chris, as I don't touch an iPad, I think I'll be okay,
0: Chris, let me tell you something april twenty first and I have a feeling it'll be it'll be before then, and i'll and I'll miss it so but anyway. Uh, all all you get is you know, folks. There' no contest here. The only thing is, is if 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 you guess the right thing, you get total bragging rights that you called it. All right, but I'm going for April 21st, and my and 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 if you want to be really fu- if you want to get really fun with this, I want you to also call in with what you think Chris will sell in order to get his first <laughs> iPad. I'd be willing to say that plasma <laughs> but might even be involved oh no no i don't I just
1: won't do that. that that one's a joke but i I, I, <laughs> I don't have much i don't have much to sell anymore cliff i got uh, uh i got my my media pc i'm not gonna get am i gonna sell that because i like it uh my xbox i'm definitely not selling that yeah. I, do PS, I do have a psp that i could sell uh-huh oh, see there it goes craigslist here he comes but honestly, I, I really want a new iPhone more yeah, than the iPad. Yeah, I, have, I really do. Man, I, and that's I because have
2: both. Cliff, well, and that's because, Cliff,
1: I, I got a 13-inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. And for me, it's small enough, mm-hmm. uh, and I take it everywhere with me. I totally and, get it, man. I totally get it. But
0: I'm just calling April
1: 21st. And I tether with my iPhone, so it's like I always have data. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. Once I see it, I'll probably want one. Yep. I honestly don't think do- I'll get one. Oh, come on. You got no, it. I'm not saying you, ever. You I'm pl- just saying not, not in the first six months, bro. I'm, t- I'm
0: calling April 21st. Folks, 859 795 4067. 859 795 4067. Hey, let's turn some to some calls.
3: All right. Okay. <laughs> this is good. This is going to be fun. All yeah. Right, here we go. Yeah. I want to drop here. I thank you for your recommendation on the MacBook Pro. I did head go ahead and uh, get the 13-inch, just the base model, and um, no regrets on it whatsoever. I'm glad I didn't get the larger size because it really would have been too, too big for as portable as I want it to be. Um, didn't upgrade uh, hard drive or RAM or anything like that, and we're doing okay so far. And I uh, did get the Apple Care because I uh, felt like I wanted to make sure i had some uh, larger coverage since it's such a nice investment for me to make and um beyond that i'm really just enjoying it trying to figure out uh, the operating system and uh appreciate uh the work you guys do and uh i'm learning a lot from uh, help i got a mac now so thanks Mm -hmm. a lot guys
0: awesome congratulations on uh your purchase andy I know yeah, that um, love I love it. And thing. I've talked
1: to Andy before. I I do recommend throwing 4 gigs of RAM in that thing cuz you can get it for like about 100 bucks. Oh, wow. And it makes all the difference in the world. So, really? yeah, I, I I dropped uh 4 gigs into my uh Mac and it's it's been great. So,
0: do you think it it would make a difference for me in my original MacBook, that little white one that I have?
1: I think you can only go up to 2 in yours. Oh, okay. Well, I have 2 in yeah. line, so Yeah, I think that's it.
0: All righty. Well, it, it may be soon when I actually have to go out and get myself a new Mac because I need something faster for my video production than what I'm currently working with. All right, so uh, we got one more call here, and this comes from, I believe, this is John in Texas.
2: Hey, Cliff. Hey, Chris. This is John from Houston calling for the Help I Got a Mac podcast. Hey, guys, just wanted to update you. This summer, I called in on one of the episodes of Help I Got a Mac, and it was asking you, should I go with an iPhone 3G or should I go with a Palm Pre? My wife and I are both um, about to be off our. We're about to be off our contract in November. And we're kind of deciding which which way we wanted to go with phones. Uh, We had a a Sprint Palm Centro, and it just it was it was terrible, absolutely terrible. Anyway, uh, guys, wanted to update you, let you know that we both decided to go with iPhone three Gs. I we took it for two reasons. One, we both kind of were liking the apps. Uh, Me specifically, I had an iPod Touch, and so I liked um, the apps already had, and were easy to switch them over. Plus. my wife was starting to enjoy some of the main apps, like the Facebook app, the um, you know, just different ones like that. Were starting to, to appeal to her, and um, she, she looked at. I actually like the fact that the uh, the Apple market. There's so many different apps, but they're also kind of reigning in, and they kind of have this control on. It. You don't understand the control, but they do have a control on it. Um, the second reason we we um, got the iPhones over having the Palm is just the fact that. The iPhone is just—it's—it's it's proven. The Palm Pre is not taken off. Is not—it um, it hasn't gotten too many rave reviews, and, and the iPhone 3G or the iPhone 3GS that we have has, has definitely standed, uh, withstood the test of time. Anyway, guys, if you're keeping record at home, that is uh, Chris who um, recommended we get an iPhone, and Cliff, you recommended we get a Palm Pre, so that's one point for Chris. Anyway, guys, thanks uh, for the show. Don't miss an episode and enjoy it. All right, talk to you later. Bye.
0: Seriously, I actually suggested a Palm Pre. I don't. Rem- I don't know. Would you? Ah, maybe back then I might have. <clears throat> I maybe maybe back then was that when I was having my issues with AT and T all the time. Probably. And and I suggested that if you already had a contract with the other company, perhaps switching. <sighs>
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. I think they were on already on sprint and yeah.
0: And they had yeah. contracts to fulfill. So, so I, I can, yeah. Okay. I can see that, but I, I take all that back. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. Okay. So point point to, to Chris there for sure. Uh, the one thing I will say is that, um, I've not yet held the Nexus one in my hand yet. Oh, that's not, beautiful. <laughs> I've not yet held the Nexus One, but I've held several droids in my hand, and I want to say that I still really love my iPhone. Even even the fo- even the fact that I have the 3G that sometimes, well, actually no, all the time is nowhere near as snappy and as fast as my wife's 3GS. Even my my slower 3G, I really love the the functionality and the features and the the look the actual just look of the iPhone interface. I, I yeah. love, I love my iPhone now.
1: The Android operating system is still a little, little confusing. I yeah. mean, you can grab an iPhone and pretty much know what to do. Like the whole apps running in the background thing. Yeah. <clears throat> while it sounds like a really good idea in theory, it's really confusing to manage those on the Android. At least I think it is right. Uh, you know, the Palm, I guess does a little bit better job of that. um, but yeah, with you know Windows 7 uh, series phone that's coming out, which actually looks really, really cool, uh, they're not going to have background apps applications running either. They're taking a page out of Apple and saying, look, there's no real good way to manage these. And honestly, it takes the battery life down. So I don't know, man. I mean, the, the Palm's cool. The webOS is cool. The, the, the Nexus One hardware is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, the Android, maybe in a year from now, maybe two years, Android will be where elegantly it is uh the iphone but by then iphone's gonna be way far advanced anyway so
0: exactly and and uh did i hear that or is this just a rumor or was i dr- was i dreaming the other night that um apple had might come out with multitasking in the next phone
1: that's the rumor yeah so we'll see hopefully hopefully i'll, I'll have one
0: uh, yeah absolutely i bet you will as well as your ipad Hey, I want to just make one little announcement here. I'm getting ready. uh, Well, uh, I'm about 99% sure that I'm going to be launching a podcast devoted to uh, hiring a virtual assistant. And I'm asking folks uh, in probably all of my technology related podcasts, anybody that any of our podcasts that we have where people might have um, business interests uh, out there, if you would be willing to do me a favor. Uh, What I'm looking for are as many questions that anybody might have as it relates to hiring a virtual assistant. Uh, So if you, um, first of all, virtual assistant, of course, uh, you can look it up. If you just go to uh, Wikipedia and type in virtual assistant, you'll find out what it's all about. But most of the business folks out there, at least you've heard about virtual assistants. Maybe you have some ideas, some preconceived notions about what a virtual assistant is. Uh, I hired my first virtual assistant at the beginning of this year, and wow, has has my life changed. My wife the other day says, I love Cliff's virtual assistant. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about it, and um, I'm pitching tomorrow, actually, Chris. I'm pitching an idea to uh, the owner of the company that I use to hire my VA uh, to sponsor a 12-episode series titled... You know, um, well, I don't know what it's going to be titled, but it'll be a, a, a podcast devoted to virtual assistants and a- answering people's commonly asked questions and also sharing people's experiences with, um, you know, hiring a virtual assistant from overseas and here locally in the States and and all the other stuff related to Is yours overseas or is yours in the States? Mine's in Missouri. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I've got mine. I hired my VA. I have her on retainer for a minimum of 20 hours per month. And uh, I pay; it cost me nineteen dollars an hour. So, it, which is, trust me, mm. absolutely well it's worth not it. not cheap?
1: What? Well, I you, said it's not that cheap, but it's if if it if if, if yeah, if it frees you up, then it's I'll to do, do more money making things. Yeah,
0: for- it frees me up to do more things that earn me one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So, in my in in my <laughs> my philosophy, it's just like yeah, this is really nice because I was spending hours and hours and hours doing things like data entry and and some yeah i'm not
1: anywhere near that
0: yeah <laughs> but anyway folks do me a favor if you if you have questions related to uh, va just call us just like you do any other uh, podcast just go, call in at eight five nine seven nine five four zero Six, seven again that's eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven and just say hey cliff this is for your va journey podcast my question is this and then leave me your question i would really appreciate it and chris instead of going out with some music i'm going to uh gonna play a little promo for our lost podcast just so people hear this for a couple times and uh, get registered for the party so anything else you want to say before we go
1: sounds good I'll talk to you next week.
0: All right. And don't forget to call in your predictions of when, what date is Chris going to own that iPad? All right. We'll talk to you next week until next time. Everybody join the community. You've
1: followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now, it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags.
2: So Mommy?
1: Make your reservations.
2: We're
3: going on vacation, baby.
0: 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost series finale party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door. Don't miss the GSPN Lost finale party. It's your last chance.
1: Well, thank God for second chances.
0: Sign up today at GSPN.tv slash lost party.